0: Well
1: praise the, praise the Lord. Welcome to our adult Bible school class tonight. Class is in session. Hallelujah. Got a great lesson entitled God calls to new levels of leadership. <coughs> tonight we're going to be studying about Joshua. There's an old Joke that was told about a man that was going before the judge, and the judge looked at him and said, Are you Joshua that made the sun stand still? He said, No, I'm Joshua that made the moon shine. <laughs> well, here we go Numbers 27 and 18. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee, Joshua the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay thy hand upon him. And set him before uh, Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation and give him a charge in their sight. Verse 22, and Moses did as the Lord commanded him and took Joshua and set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation. And he laid his hands upon him and gave him charge as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. And then another rendering here from the book of Joshua, Joshua 1 and 1. Now after the death of Moses, a servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people into the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 6. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou... Divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. Thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy ways prosper, and then shalt thou have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, wheresoever thou goest. And then our focus verse in Deuteronomy 31 and 14. And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thy days approach that thou must die call joshua and present yourself in the tabernacle of the congregation that i may give him a charge and moses and joshua went and presented themselves in the tabernacle of the congregation so we see and we've talked about moses who was a mighty leader uh, in the children of israel he was a man that god prepared for a work and uh, he was willing to go forth and to do the work that God had put before him. When the children of Israel come out of Egypt, Joshua was a very young man and worked with Moses. He was very close to Moses as an assistant, as an, a term that we're going to be seeing here in the rest of the lesson as a Moses was his mentor and he was a, a one that was mentored by Moses and so a mentee uh, was what Joshua was. As Joshua looked at Moses, you would imagine the things that run through his mind is how in the world can I ever achieve anything compared to what Moses has achieved? You see, Moses, here he was, he was, Uh, Brought into Pharaoh's palace and raised as the son of Pharaoh's daughter Uh, He was one that stood before the mighty Pharaoh and as a result of His relationship with God uh, the miracles the plagues were displayed Uh, Pharaoh turned the children of Israel loose and I don't know Maybe the greatest miracle was at the parting of the, of the sea there when the children of Israel marched across on dry land and Pharaoh's army come in and they were swallowed up and drowned in, in the water. That may be the greatest thing that uh, Moses accomplished for the children of Israel Amen. at that point in that place. So Joshua had uh, someone that he knew had a relationship with God and that God was with him and he was willing to reach out and to learn from Moses. But it wasn't very long down the path that Joshua had to get some things for himself. There were some things that Moses could not do for him. Moses could not give him the answer. Moses had to uh, say, hey, it's, it's, it's time for you to take off the water wings And to swim for yourself for a while So we're going to talk about that now. But for just a few moments here I want to talk about uh, the power of being able to be a mentor An older disciple uh, in someone's life And how important and how uh, efficient that is uh, Several, several years ago, God laid on my heart a program, and several of you uh, have been involved in this, and some of you haven't seen uh, this program. I don't believe, but uh, this is something that I worked on and put together, and it was a seven-week series of devotionals. And uh, I know this was very, very uh, benefit in Sister Sarah's life when okay. she came into the church that uh, it gave her an opportunity to meet with Sister Michelle on a weekly basis, to develop her friendship, a conorotomy, a trust, and begin to build some principles in her life uh, to help her become a child of God. Because, let's face it, out in the world they don't have a clue on how to live for God, they don't have a clue on how to build a relationship with God, and... Uh, as a result of it, there's there's not much that's being promoted or much that's going on that will help someone in their relationship with God. So what this little booklet will do is it starts out in week number one and it begins to reach out to someone that is serious about living for God. We're talking about someone here that, uh, you know, has made a step towards God, has made a commitment to God, and... Uh, I, you know, I would say we're looking at somebody that, uh, you know, has done something serious, like they've been baptized in the name of Jesus, they've repented their sins, they've started coming to church, or God's filled them with the Holy Ghost, depending on the situation that is there. Uh, you know, this is not ready to go into place in somebody's life that just has a curiosity about God. There's, there's other Bible studies that are designed to get the salvation message to people, to get to them. This is designed to help someone to actually start living for God. Amen. And so there is a difference um, in the presentation of what <laughs> you're wanting to do. So lesson number one is entitled, In With The New. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we, when we come to God, we have to realize that there's great and wonderful new things that He, he wants to give us. And so it's it's got a good lesson lesson here. It's got some... Uh, scriptures and texts talking about how that God wants to give you new friends he wants to give you a new way of doing things Uh, he wants to give you new places to go has a place for them to write their thoughts and their questions down uh, things that they might need help with and then uh, at the middle of the book there is a devotion it starts on a Monday Uh, just seems like that's a good time to start it if for some reason they need to start it on a wednesday could they could start it on a wednesday but uh sunday night it's a lot of times you meet with people and so we started on a monday so we start here on a monday and it has a scripture reading uh for them to read a passage of scripture for them to read that day uh and then a prayer list a basic prayer list uh, to enforce and, re- and encourage them that they have some things that they need to pray about today. They need to pray for themselves. We all, we all need to ask God to strengthen us today, help us find favor today, et cetera, et cetera. Things that we're dealing with, their spouse, their children, their family, uh, pray for their pastor, their church family, their friends, pray for uh, the job situation, the financial means for their family. Uh, pray for the person that is their mentor The person that's trying to uh, Help them And then pray for their city mm-hmm. And so each day uh, After prayer and seeking God's face uh, We have uh, A Bible study here That uh, are scripture reading passages For them to read And uh, that begins to reach out and talk about the miracles of God, how that God has new things for them, there are things that they are to put off. Uh, wow. Uh, and uh, reinforcing the Holy Ghost. It's a variety of scriptures. It's, it's not uh, a continuation like, you know, John 1 through 5 and then 2 yeah. through 10. They are different scriptures uh, that are specific for where I feel like they should be in their walk with God at that time Uh, and then a place on uh, towards the back for the mentor to put in his name his address his phone number uh, other information for them and then the church contact information in the back so be aware of this program and uh, those of you that are aware what I would, One of the reasons I'm bringing this up is I don't believe Brother Andrew or Brother Carl has been through this before. So I would like for you to grab a hold of this little book and take it this week, and it's a great experience for you to learn how to do it, and uh, then I'm going to have Brother Jonathan be your contact person that you go back with, and y'all meet with him. He'll have the, the new book for you next week for week number two, and y'all can discuss some of these things right. that are in there. Uh, and how you would relate this to somebody that was just starting their walk with God. Uh, you know, how, how this implements with somebody starting their walk with God. I
0: have a question. Yes. Sarah were just talking about this on Wednesday because I started with her and we went through the four weeks I believe, and kind of, you know, I don't know if she hasn't been coming or whatever. Um, would you suggest I start over with her or we just start on week
1: four? We just pick up where we left off
0: pick
1: up where we left off i have them at home too so, okay. well i i have week four and then i think i need five six and seven but i'll get those for me when i need them. okay yeah let's um let's try to pick that back up and and uh, run with it uh a lot of things have happened but uh, mm-hmm. i believe that uh, it's uh beneficial um, So, uh, this is the cover for week five, week six is cover, week seven is cover. don't have them, I just need her copies. And uh, so, uh, for example, week number five is what is sin, a uh, great, uh, great, great study that people can begin to, to look at. Week six is about what is praise and worship. And uh, then week seven is talking about God's family. So, in uh, uh, this lesson, talked about mentor and ship. I wanted to go over that program again, keep it fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. We uh, would use all the tools that we got.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because one of the, the things that just really, 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 you know, tears the Soul Winner's heart out it's to see somebody come and to start a walk with God. Somebody come they come to the altar and they pray real good. Uh, you know, they get baptized or they get filled with the Holy Ghost. And uh, it just seems like uh, they're immediately swallowed up. They just kind of drift away. And, and, and where this here gives them a personal contact outside of the ministry of somebody that, you know, can talk to them uh, a couple of times a week, uh, you know, how's it going, uh, you know, you got any questions about today's Bible reading passage, you know, and you, you've got your book, you open it up, and you see what the passages are, you read it that day, say, hey man, you know, this about this passage is really good, and do you see this here in this passage, and, and kind of talk and communicate with them, and uh, build that uh, Holy Ghost bond that God wants to put uh, to help people in their walk with God. They, they need that friendship. They need that strength of somebody else to help them through the battle and through the struggle that they find. And, and so Joshua had that with Moses. Um, as we see our world today... Uh, Leadership is is not something we see a lot of in our world today. We see a lot of people that are looking for a cookie-cutter atmosphere. You think about all the franchises we see in our world today. Uh, You look at all the restaurants down the Strip, McDonald's, Subway, Brahms, uh, Carl's Jr. The reason those are there is because There's not strong leadership. There's nobody in Seminole with a passion and great idea to make great hamburgers. Because let me tell you something, if we had a great hamburger joint here in town, somebody with a passion and the leadership and the drive, these other places wouldn't be in business. McDonald's is not there because they make a hamburger that is so awesome, you just can't wait to get there and buy one. Subway is not there because their sandwich is so awesome that you just know you're going to lose 20 pounds by eating one. They're there because there's a lack of leadership. There's a void. Here is something that is a program that will just get us by. It will make you some money. Will the world be talking about it? No. No, but people will stop because we've got a program that will keep you surviving long enough that there won't be anything left But you because you're the last one standing You'll you'll be able to make it and that's not really leadership leadership is not the attitude of that I am going to last longer than all the rest and as a result of that then I will own the farm leadership is about someone that reaches out and they do something with passion, they do something with zeal, they do something with understanding, they do something, and they do it so great and so wonderful that uh, it works, and it works very, very well. And we do see situations where that there is uh, still some leadership in our world today, still some people that are that are going out and they're doing things and they're challenging things. Uh, you know, that's one of the things uh, I'm thankful that uh, in my job, I'm, I'm able to work with a, uh, some people that do have leadership in, in their life. There are people that take on the odds. They're taking on the, uh, the big corporations. And because of the leadership that is there, they are being successful because their product is better and they are passionate about it and they they make it work they are constantly working to make their product better they're not satisfied to just have something that works and something that makes money let's make it better let's go on that's leadership and the church needs leadership Amen. we need a passion that we won't things to be better we're not satisfied with the things that are just working right now we want the strength of god that we'd be able to reach out and to make things better and the way that things become better is that a team is built and that people say hey i i want to be a part of the team i want to follow the leader in order to build my skills I know there's a lot of things you can learn on your own in life, but I want to tell you it's a lot easier if you have somebody that knows how to do it and they can show you and they can come by and take care of your mistakes. Because mistakes can be Mm fatal if you don't have somebody to fix them for you. And so leadership is important there to have a team that people are there and uh, to just make things work, make, make things happen. I've been a part of of computer operations with uh, multiple technicians working underneath me, and uh, you know I know what it is to go into a situation. Uh, somebody's poured their heart and soul out and done everything they could, and something still don't work. They they still don't have the answer. They're that close. They've done everything, and they're just right there, but it it don't work. And you can have it, you know, a car could be 99% operational, but if it don't start and run down the road, nobody wants it. No. And so God knows how essential it is for us to be underneath a leader. We look and we see, Moses was one that molded Joshua. We see how that, uh, the prophet Samuel Was very instrumental in the life of David He was also uh, Instrumental in the life We see Elijah was instrumental in the life of Elisha mm-hmm. How that Paul was one that trained young Timothy mm-hmm. And uh, Paul was also very instrumental in, in Luke's life uh, In helping him get to where he wanted to be so may god give us the strength to say hey i want to be a part of the team now a lot of the things that happens in a teamwork are things that people do that are not new experiences they are things that are required in order for the for for it to be maintained they're required in order for the the thing to go forth but it is in these situations whether we're going through the ordinary we're going through the daily routine that we suddenly find ourselves that there will be learning opportunities that come with that and so that's why it's important to be in place and position of doing the work doing the job you Yes, part of the job is routine. Part of the job, you've done it before. Part of the job is just the same old thing. But through that, there is the learning process that comes. We do get to the point point in the place where that the new situations come into our life, new challenges come into our life, and we can grow spiritually. And one of the great things about the church is that as the team grows, then we are able to specialize. We're able to find our 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 niche, our specialty, our ministry, find something we can have passion about in the kingdom of God. And as a result of that, everybody benefits. Everybody is touched. So God brings lessons into our life, and the lessons are there for learning. Now right now, here in Oklahoma, we've got water everywhere. Now that's a lesson God's trying to teach us something. I don't know what it is yet. I hope I learn real fast.
0: <laughs>
1: because I'm ready for this lesson to be over. Amen. So, we can look at things in several different ways. But when we look at things and say, God, some way you're going to get glory out of this and you're going to get honor out of this. And some way your kingdom is going to be promoted as a result of this. Let me just... Be faithful in the process. Yeah. Amen. You've got to get on the train before you can ever get to the destination. And that's where a lot of people get, get in trouble is that uh, they look at the train and say, that tr- that's the same old train that I've got on before. Yeah. It's
0: true.
1: And those look like the same old tracks.
0: Yeah.
1: But when we're living for God, they that track, we do want it to take us to a lot of good and godly places, but... In the process, there's going to be new places. There's going to be new tracks, new destinations. We've got to get on the train. We've got to be there. Um, So Joshua was one that found himself in a place where, as a very, very young man, he was given a very, very courageous mission. There were 12 men that were appointed out to be spies and to go out and spy out the land that uh god had promised to the children of israel so the spies mounted up they head out and they look around them and you know caleb was the other spy that was with joshua that got what was going on do you realize that caleb was not a jew by birth he was a gentile he he was one that chose to throw in his lot and to live for God and trust in Jehovah and love God, he was one of those. Um, and he was a—he was not a really young man. He was—he uh, was an older fellow at this time that he was spying. He was probably forty years of age, because we see that uh, the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness for forty years, and when Caleb took his mountain, he was eighty something years old, and so. Um, he, was, he was an older guy here but they, they went out and they spied out the land and Moses just said go and see what's out there and come back and give me a report I don't know if they really realized how important it was to look at that land through the right lens to have the right perspective on what was going on but that was probably the most important test that Joshua had in his life it was when he come back and he was willing to stand against the crowd. These were people that he knew. These were leaders in the other tribes. But he stood forth and he proclaimed, hey, this land is a land of opportunity. The things are great and wonderful here. This is what we want. Let's go take it. The other people just saw it as it's too much work. That's what it boiled down to. It's too much work. It's too much effort. It's going to cost me too much. And we see a lot of people that approach their relationship with God with that attitude. I want to be saved, but can you get it for me wholesale? I don't want to pay very much to go to heaven. But Joshua saw something that he realized that the cost didn't matter in. This was it. This is what they wanted. This is what they needed. They needed to go get it. They needed to go out and proclaim the land. So, this is a very, very important test that he passed. (coughs) Joshua was around when Moses came down from Mount Sinai and the glory of God shined all around him. And he observed what Moses did when he looked over and saw the people dancing around the golden calf. Well, here was something that was out of the ordinary. How is the leader going to handle this? What is going to happen? Oh, uh, we're talking about Joshua, not about Moses. But I, I'm I'm sure if you think about it for a I minute, mean, Moses was pretty upset
0: mm-hmm.
1: after all he had done for these people, and he left them for just a little while to go and to get the instructions from God what their life was going to be for the next 40 years and they blew it oh my along our life we will have tests to our faith that come along our faith will be tested as we look at it and we think about it and as we experience it. there is the test of our faith the bible calls it, it is more precious than gold so these things that are happening to us in life sometimes we have to begin to figure out what's going on why, why is this happening what, what is, what is, what's going on here is this a situation where that it's just the part of life where God reigns on the just and the unjust is this the enemy that is coming against us uh, you know, I feel like some of the things this church has been facing over the last few days is spiritual warfare We are in a fight against the devil of hell because of the revival that we are going to have this week We are we've been in battle because he is trying to have us so Confused so separated so frustrated that we are not able to come together in one mind and one accord Amen. And when the people walk through the door that the power of God will not be here Amen. But we are battling through the spiritual warfare We're recognizing what is there We're standing strong together And uh, we're going to come We're going to worship God We're going to praise God The power of God is going to be here It's going to minister to the hearts and souls That find themselves in the house of God And that is part of the the test of our faith To realize, hey I I can't let that get me down I can't let that involve me i can't let that frustrate me i can't let it depress me i can't let it bog me up i can't i can't spend mental energy on that so i'm depleted and i'm drained i've just got to say it's there i'm going to go through that but it's nothing that's not easy to do but as we walk with god we can have that type of faith that this is part of the battle and i'm not going to let it pull me down amen we are the ones that determine how that we approach the situation and what our attitude is going to be in the battle that we fight. Amen. And, you know, when you face problems in life, uh, wow, well, you'll get up and, and you put on your, on your shoes, and as you put your shoes on, the break. Um, you go into the house and... Uh, there you are getting ready to fix a sandwich and somebody's ate all the bread. Uh, You look in the mirror and you realize, you know, hey, I need to fix my hair and I don't have any hairspray or... All these different (laughs) things that are part of everyday living happens to all of us. But can you imagine what it's like you've got a company that's got a hundred people that are working every day to perform their jobs what kind of problems the facilities that are that are there that are there that boss there is no way that he can take care of every problem he's got to have a team he's got to have people that he can depend on that's going to think like he thinks and act like he would act and bring him the results. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, yes, the job was done, these problems were taken care of, and here's what it cost us. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And spiritually speaking, we've got to realize what some of our battles are going to be daily, you're going to have a battle that you don't have time to pray today. You don't have time to read your Bible today. Mm -hmm. Well, I ate five meals today, but I don't got any time to pray. You have the priorities. You have the things that you're putting together. Mm -hmm. Um, when we read the Bible, when we read the word of God, the word of God should speak into our world, and this is something that uh, I really don't know how to give it to somebody, but I want you to get it today. And that is, when you fall in love with the word of God and you have a passion for the word of God, you're going to have within your mind, within your thought process, you're going to have some questions about how can i make the word of god work better in my life and how can i make the word of god spread into the world that's around me in other words you're going to have things you're going to think about you're going to look at scriptures you're going to look at verses and you're going to say this verse says that and what else what else is in the bible about this what else does the word of god say about this subject our language is very diverse Man. and you know i love computers and all the things that technology brings but you can't just type in a word and know everything about there is about a subject even if you read all the scriptures about that word because there's many different ways of saying the same thing yeah, true. so you've got to do some study you've got to, to look at it you've got to uh uh Find the things that relate And the situations that, that are similar and, and how they were all handled In the word of God So Have that personal Bible study Have that passion in your life Somewhere <clears throat> You know you need to have A notebook and, uh, Or a place in your Bible Where you write down uh, A subject matter And you've got scriptures that you found That work with that subject Because people are going to have questions and and you're going to want to reach out and try to help people understand things. You know, you're going to to receive some weird questions in the world. You really, really are. Had a lady come up to me a couple of weeks ago and uh, was reading there where Jesus was talking about uh, forgiving people, and, um, said, it. How does the scripture apply if you know somebody that, uh, they've harmed little children, and, uh, and so you're trying to figure out how to make the scripture work with forgiving people that's harmed little children. She used a different term, but I'm going to just use that one for the moment. Uh, so you, you want to be able to, to help people find a closer walk with God. Oh. And, you know, the first thing that, that I told the last hey, this scripture is talking about how problems should be handled within the church.
0: Amen.
1: The ones that are brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, because it's very evident if somebody is not a part of the church, they're not going to listen to the elders of the church if they try to explain to them how that they need to change what they're doing. So, uh, may God give us strength and wisdom and uh, in the world that we're living in, all the perversions that are there, our church, is to, though, is to be a safe environment. We, we don't ever want to overlook things and, and, you know, there's some things that are... Uh, are things that you just don't overlook. Amen. Now, I, I've told it a lot of times in marriage seminars uh, when, when I've been teaching couples and looked at them, you know, there's never ever an excuse for a husband to physically beat his wife. It's the truth. There's there's no excuse for the situation. There's no reason a woman should have to live in fear that of physical violence in our world that's just something that shouldn't be there
0: Amen.
1: and that that will be tested you know you got an old boy that just slugged his wife and he's sitting across the desk from you looking at you and say, pastor if your wife would have said to you what my wife said to me you'd have slugged her too no I wouldn't have Austin I wouldn't have done that because it's No way is that acceptable. That's not something that is ever uh, acceptable. And same thing, you know, somebody harms little children. That's not acceptable behavior. Can God forgive them? Can God be saved? All things are possible with God. But let me tell you something. We're going to know about it around here. We're going to make sure our children are not harmed by that person if that person ever arrives. Amen. Amen. There's something about the church Uh, it needs to be a place of safety a place of protection uh, that is there and uh, may God give us strength and give us strong leaders and and strong wisdom that we know how to phrase things we know how to say things uh, because the church will be attacked more and more as we get closer to the coming of God
0: yes that's the truth amen
1: uh The devil wants to destroy the church. He really does. So God saw Joshua's potential for leadership. God brings unto us different levels of responsibility at different times. One of the greatest tests of a leader is to be assigned to a position of lower responsibility, lower authority, and lower esteem. And still be able to perform that job with gusto, passion, and to the fullest extent that it should be performed. Yes, amen. We have to learn. God give me the attitude to know how to do what I need to do. Amen. I found myself in one place in the ministry. Uh, in a place, in a position where that we had a Sunday school program. And uh, we had... Forty-five children in our Sunday school program. And uh, we needed to break those down into ages. uh, We had five different classes for age groups. So that was five different teachers. And so uh, somebody needed to, the program had a problem. Uh, It was dying. It was dead. And so leadership brought me in and said, hey, this is what you concentrate on. Well, I can say, man, this is a demotion, you know. Here I am. I'm suddenly put back here to work with little kids, you know. I've got to worry about having diapers in the nursery and having snacks for the teenagers. And I mean, what is the deal here? You know, I'm a hotshot evangelist. I'm out here teaching adults how to get their sins repented of. No. It was a great and wonderful time in my ministry. It was a job that needed to be done. We had some people that could get in there and tell people how to repent of their sins and get the message over to the adults, but they didn't have a clue on how to work with kids, okay? It was a job that God knew that I was the best person for the moment to do the job, work on it, do the job, get it done, get get the thing alive. And, uh, you know, hey, kids need the Holy Ghost too.
0: Amen. Amen. Through this
1: program, we would have Children's Church bring those 40 kids into uh, a, a separate uh, worship center, have church with them, have a, preach them a message, and we had kids receive the Holy Ghost in the children's church program as a result of the revamping of the Sunday school on Sunday morning. So, how you handle it when you feel like you've been demoted? We do not own positions mm-hmm. of leadership. God needs us to be well versed and well trained in all the things that are there some of my training I enjoyed more than some of the rest (laughs) but I can remember standing over top of that septic tank as those old boys pulled the lid off of it and pumped all the garbage out of it but somebody had to be there and make sure that the boys that came to get the stuff out of there got it out of there Amen. that was part of leadership part of being on the team Amen. and you know when you look at someone that wants to be in leadership they take ownership of what's going on Amen. and it was, when you take ownership of something you don't have to be told the obvious things to do—it's real simple. You take ownership of it. Does anybody have to tell you that the trash has to be taken out? You've of- done, dear God. We
0: love you too.